When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, what's your favorite fun fact? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. What's your favorite fun fact? I don't know. Like, you know, there's a lull in conversation and you think, I know what will get the conversation going again. I'll share a fun fact that nobody else wow. knows. This episode of Cheers, sponsored by Cliff Clavin. Exactly. 651-641-1071. What's that little thing that you uh, you know something about that you think probably other people don't know and might want to know? Um, Why are we asking? Well, first of all, honestly, I I there's a uh thank you for asking first of all Bradley. There's a Twitter account that I follow called Uber Facts. Oh yeah. And I just like every once in a while a little fun fact just enters sure. my eyeballs and I think about it and I think that's interesting. Hmm. And then I forget it promptly. But it occurred to me today that I had been sharing a fun fact that I really had never researched. Okay. And then I went and researched what it. Was your fact of fun? Well, it turns out it's false. So oh. I want to say that before oh, I say God, my hilarious. say this fun fact, okay. which is I had been told at some point in my life that the there's one part of your body that is the same size when you're born as it is the day you die. Oh, what is it? Your eyeballs. Guess what? That's not true. That seems a little scary if true. Like when well you ha- you have kids so yeah. are their eyeballs that big? They have big? big eyeballs. I mean, when you think about the proportion of a baby head, it's sure. very eyeball forward. Like yes. there's just a lot of eyeballs. Well, heads are really big too, right? As compared to the rest of so their bodies. Apparently, right? the rumor was that the brain and the eyeballs. <laughs> the word on the street was <laughs> in baby town. Of not science. <laughs> but I had heard that that your eyeballs never grow. So I'd been like spreading that far and wide, like anybody who would listen. Okay, that's. Not really, but you know, it was like a fun fact that I'd spread around. I told my kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, now I have to do some repair work because I definitely Googled that and it is false. There is, they don't grow at the same rate as a lot of other things on your body, They, but they do grow. Your eyeballs are not the same size all the way through your life. So, oh, okay. so I had to like rely on another fun fact that I like to share, which, which is, is, do you know that pigs, it's physically impossible for pigs to look up at the sky? Oh, I did Which not means know that. if pigs are flying, they can't see them. That's if I they're did, on the ground. First of all, pigs don't fly. Is that because, um, like turkeys, they would drown if they looked up at the rain? Listen, I don't know, but <laughs> what I do know is biologically, their um, their the way their necks are, like the muscles in their neck, don't allow them to look. That's up. interesting. I they did can not look know up, that. but they can't look directly up toward the sky like we can. Okay, I know, poor pigs. Poor pigs. Uh, they don't even know what they're missing. Poor pigs. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite fun fact? Let's go to Dawn. We have Dawn on the line. Hi, Dawn. What is your favorite fun fact? 
Hi. Hi, Dawn. Um, I told Holly, I, I can't prove it to you right now, so you'll have to at a later date, but I have a foolproof way of getting rid of hiccups. Oh! Okay. It works every single time, and people look at me like I'm a witch. Okay. Um, okay, so if you have a hiccup, you say out loud your full name, your first name, middle name, last name. You say it all, all three together out loud, and they are gone. Get out of town. Who knew? I know. Where did you learn that? Something to do with your brain concentrations or something. I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm a, yeah. I'll get like fake sciency on you. Like, yeah, that's it's just a spasm of your diaphragm. That's all a hiccup is. So I would imagine saying three words that you know very well in a row would in one breath probably yeah. i don't know reset it maybe i don't know that's why people say to hold your breath well thank, thank you dawn you, i'm dawn. gonna try that very interesting that's so much easier than drinking right, water upside down remember that you're gonna be like i know i was supposed to say <gasps> well yeah well is this <gasps> let's go to deb we've got deb on the line hi deb hi, deb, hi deb. what's your favorite fun fact that all almost all not all but almost all of the sushi that is processed and consumed in america runs through the Moonies. What? Businesses. what? Yeah, the Reverend Sun, Sun Young Stop. Moon has a lot of big food businesses, and they really control the sushi that we eat in America. Who knew? I did not I know. know that. No, I'm going to oh Google. Look at this. Thank Google's you, friend. Deb, thank you very much. Here uh, from November 5th, 2021, the untold story of sushi in America in the New York Times. And sure enough... The founder of the Unification Church, the Moonies, uh, has something to do with that. Wow. Look at that. I had no clue. Shocking. Gretchen is on the line. Let's take Hi, Gretchen. Gretchen next. Hi, Gretchen. Hello. Gretchen, Hello. what is your favorite fun fact? That, okay, when you're chopping up garlic and you get garlicky, smelly hand, fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and you get some dish soap. That's right there at your sink, and rub it on your smelly tips, and then rub your fingers on the the faucet, the metal. Ah, yeah. It it takes all the smell away. Oh, I did not know Have that. Have you tried it? Does it work? Oh, it absolutely works, and I tell everybody to do it, and they're like, wow, it really works. That's amazing. That's fascinating. I've never heard that. Gretchen, thank Thanks, Gretchen. you. Um, okay, let's go to Tracy. Hello, Tracy. Tracy, what's your favorite fun fact? Hey, so mine's for summer since we have such a heat wave and people are all outside. Yes. If you use black tea in cold water or throw it in your bathtub, it actually relieves sunburn. Oh, <gasps> I'm going to need tea. that. Okay. Um, I'm going to need that because I did miss a couple spots over the weekend. So, yeah, Tracy, so thank you. All the antioxidants in it. So, yeah, it, if you Google it, it comes up. Just take. Tea bags for sunburn, and right. it pops right up and tells you exactly what to do. I'm going to get tea bagged for my sunburns you. this summer. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Also, wear sunblock, yeah. please, and thank you. Or just you. clothing. True. But when it's really hot, yeah. that's never fun. Um, do you have a favorite fun fact? Oh, God, for days. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like I was the kid who would make my parents buy me those books that oh, were yeah. like, do you, do you know? Um, the one that I always love, and I was just listening to this thing about uh, ancient Egypt, Cleopatra. You are actually closer to when Cleopatra lived than when Cleopatra was close, or as Cleopatra was close to the pyramids. 
So you oh. are closer in time to Cleopatra being alive on this planet than she was to the pyramids being built Get by like 500 out. some years. So like we are way closer to Cleopatra or she's closer to us, I guess you could say, than she was to the pyramids that being built. That is wild. Yeah. And also, that's um, a great fun fact. The, I think like woolly mammoths were still alive when the pyramids were built. So like okay, at the same time, I love those kind of history that's ones. Interesting. And then you'll remember really quickly because we talked about it on this show. Um, there is well now there's only one grandchild of President Tyler still alive, and you'll remember oh, yeah. President Tyler was born in like he was president in like. I don't know. A long time ago. Uh, He was president in the 1840s. That is wild. He still has one grandchild alive. That is The president from 1841. Still has a living grandchild. There were two when we talked about it, but he passed in 2020. Rest in peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are my fun facts. Do you have a fun fact? I looked up some fun facts. This is fun. The ancient Romans used to drop a piece of toast into their wine for good health. Hence we why we raise a toast. Oh, I had never I had never thought about why we uh, call it a toast. Interesting. I will give you one more news that you can use that the garlic one reminded me of. Yeah. One way to prevent yourself from tearing when you cut an onion. Yeah. Don't cut through the the hairy bulb end. Don't say hairy bulb. But you know what I'm talking about. The yeah. bul- the super hairy side. Okay. Because that's where all the, ru- end? the Yeah, the cry that's where all the crying stuff is. Who knew? It's true. When I saw it on the food channel. I the other thing you could do is just put a bag on your head. Don't do that. I've actually seen people do things like wear goggles. I I don't I guess I just don't chop enough onions. I mean, for it to ever I mean it's kind of annoying for a little bit, but then you're like done. Yeah. And sometimes it helps you access some emotions. Like if you start crying because of the onion, you can keep crying because of the world. I'm just, that's an invitation. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do I stop myself from just crying at the world? No, just keep going. <laughs> just let it, just let it go. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, movie chat, you guys, we tried to see a movie. We didn't see a movie. So we watched a movie at home. Oh, okay. And I, I want to like, tell you about the entire journey when we come Got back it. after this on my talk one Oh seven one. A story of movies and two acts on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, okay, so we were going to go see a movie yesterday. Let's all go to the movies. I know it's you shocking. You were going to go see a movie? I was. What? I know. So uh, well, you just saw Top Gun. Right. My husband and yeah. my 15-year-old were out of town, and my husband and I have seen Top Gun together. Top Gun Maverick together. My husband and my 15-year-old, when they were out of town, went to see Top Gun Maverick. Okay. I was going to take his, my other two kids, the yeah. twins, to go see Top Gun Maverick yesterday. But we had kind of a crazy busy day, and I couldn't plan super far ahead because I needed to see how things shook out. Sure. So at about two hours before we would be able to go see the movie, I went to go look for tickets to see Top Gun Maverick. You guys, there were not three seats together in any movie theater. Oh, wow. It was. So people are still going out to see Top Gun. I was shocked. And I mean, this was like, I looked at the four o'clock-ish shows. I looked at the five o'clock-ish shows. I looked at the six o'clock-ish shows. None of them had 
three seats together. Oh, which wow. even in the before times, I know I didn't go to a lot of movies. Yeah, you're not a huge movie gal. I've never been in a theater that packed in recent years. So I was shocked, which tells you, I mean, just like that's Were like an shocked? anecdote. I really was, no, honestly. Um, I know that the, sh- the movie is doing really well. Yeah. I just didn't know that that many people were still going to see movies. Uh, and yeah. this movie in particular. <laughs> I'm actually surprised and to, you know, the detriment of other movies. But I think the fact that so many people are seeing this movie is probably a good thing for other movies as well. Right. When people can't see, you know, they can't get three rows or three seats in a row uh, together. They might go see another movie instead. Right. And there were other I mean, there were truly other movies that I would have wanted to go see that we probably I thought, let's just leave it for the family. And I didn't want to have to try to convince people. And they had their heart set on Top Gun Maverick. And so instead, I said, let's just stay in our own air conditioned home yeah. and watch a movie Next here. Best thing. What'd you watch? OK, we watched a little movie from 1986 called Space Camp. Oh, yeah. Now, let me. I loved that movie. Let me give you some fun facts about Space Camp. Okay, please do. You cannot stream it anywhere. It is oh, not. That's on, interesting. I wonder why. It is not on Netflix. It is not on Hulu. It is not on Amazon Prime. Weird. It is not on uh, some weird streaming service that you've never heard of. I have looked for it for years because I loved this movie when I was young. Yeah. I have never been able to find it streaming anywhere, but it occurred to me to look on YouTube to see if somebody has posted it. Sure. And yes, it's on YouTube. So you can watch it. So you can watch it for free on YouTube as long as it's there. So I thought, okay, this is a great one to show the kids. And I, but it has been so long since I saw it that I thought, is it going to hold up? Well, first of all, can we just have a memory of how many, like, it, this is a star-studded cast. Yeah. Kate Capshaw, Tom Skerritt, Tate Donovan, Kelly Preston is in it. Yeah. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson, I think that's the only person I recognized when I uh, was thinking about who was in this movie. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. There's a Joaquin ton of familiar Phoenix? faces. What What did he do? Joaquin he was, Phoenix? Yes, he's the kid, Max. So for those of you who are like, what is space camp? I don't know about this movie. It literally is this movie about kids going to space camp and then accidentally getting launched into space and then hijinks ensue and they have to figure out how to get back to Earth without dying. And so there's like suspense and there's space exploration and there's, you know, zero gravity, etc. But yes, the kid is Joaquin Phoenix, a very young Joaquin uh, that's what he used to go by. I didn't know that. Yes. I think that's- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's his real name. Yes. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that's so Isn't crazy. Isn't that wild? Yes. Okay, so 
You've forgotten about the leaf? star. Yes. Weird. Like I, spelled like a leaf. It was. Not All the like kids, leaf it was Erickson like something. river, leaf, and then. Vestron video. There's a girl. I wonder why this isn't released because it was such Rain. a. But, but the question I had, Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, I the question I have about this movie is how like it held up. Because I remember at the time, like because I haven't seen it since it came out in, what did you say, 1986? Yep. Was that this was a you know big deal and like if you were a kid in the eighties like you know space and the space shuttle in particular yep. traveling to space via the space shuttle was like a huge thing I mean and also later for obvious reasons um, or actually earlier for obvious reasons what year was the Challenger I want to say incident? that that was in nineteen eighty seven okay I'm making that film. up but anyway my could be my wrong. point being this was like. As a kid, this is you. This was what you thought about. Yes. If you, well, maybe not all kids, but a lot of us were thinking about like someday I'm going to be on the space shuttle. Yeah, the sp- like space exploration was huge, and it was also actually filmed at actual NASA space camp in Alabama. So there was, and I don't know if it still exists, a space camp where you could go as a kid. And I remember thinking like that would be. The greatest. Yeah. You can only imagine how expensive that was, et cetera. I'm sure it was it ridiculous. still exists. It does. Okay, mm-hmm. this is crazy. I mean, it's but unbelievable. It's so, it's so weird. Like, what do they do now? Because we have, like, practically no manned space program anyway. Right? So, anyway. Like, so, we used to do this. So, does it hold up? And the answer is yes. Okay. For a number of reasons. One of them is this. For 1986, the effects are surprisingly good. Oh, okay. You really, you know... You get really good at spotting crappy effects when you're in the present day and you see how good effects can be. It you It's believable. Even the zero gravity floating around. They didn't have to do the Apollo 13 movie thing where they took the vomit comet up to like experience the zero gravity. Yeah. They, they somehow managed to make it look pretty real. accurate, yeah. pretty real. The other thing is when you're in space... The fashion is a jumpsuit. So, like, you're not getting weird, like, they, there's parts where they're not in space, and then it is fully 80s. I yeah. mean, fully, like, cut-up t-shirts 80s, like, yeah. boxer, like, white boxer shorts over white leggings 80s, like, lots of, you know, big hair 80s. Yeah. But once they're in the space shuttle, it totally is timeless. And it is just a joy to watch. And was the YouTube uh, version, is that a good quality? It's a really good quality. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you're craving that movie, or if you want a great movie to show kids, or you just want to reminisce about Back 1986, it is, it's available and it's good. All right. I'm excited. Thank I know. You. So I would say rewind. Rewind. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, celebrities behaving badly, we call them after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we are going to get to those celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. But before we get to that, Bradley trainer, let's close the loop because you did some uh, you did some research on. I I looked at the Wikipedia, but yes, you hit up the qualified. On Space Camp in the break, because you were wondering when that came out in proximity to the Challenger disaster. And you have the answer to that. Yeah. So it looks like it took place. Now I'm just trying to find the egg. It was just six months, I believe. Less than it was released less than five months after the Space Shuttle Challenger accident. Um, At the time of the report. Release. Some thought the movie was trying to capitalize on the tragedy and should never have been released. 
Uh, Roger Ebert at the t- time did not, he, it was not good. He gave it like one and a half stars. So it sounds like it, it was doomed by, you know, events. Now it had been filmed before the right. accident, of course, but the release came within five months of that, you know. And I, that, that shocks me because there's a couple moments in that movie that are very, I mean, you can see how the, the fear would be, or like you'd be able to draw those two correlations between the Challenger disaster and this movie. Yeah. Uh, that it just seems like that was ill-advised. And I don't think in 2022, maybe that would happen. Um, but interesting that that might have something to do a little bit with like the stain on that movie, because you don't hear people talking about that in, in, you know, when you yeah. talk about Leah Thompson movies, that's not like the, the first one that the, comes to mind. The budget was $25 million and then it didn't even make 10 million in the U S. So yeah, that was a big box office disaster blot. Yeah. All right. Now let's get to those celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags presenting Lord and lady douchebag of the day. Uh, my D-bag today is uh, a group, and uh, the group is known as Fans of Johnny Depp. Oh, oh, all of them. For this article, exclusive Johnny Depp fans are going crazy for his lawyer, Camille for president. Oh, my gosh, you guys. You guys, like, why? Jeez. Johnny Depp fans not only have love for the actor, they're showering his lawyer with the highest honor in the land, pushing for her to become the first woman president. No. Okay. Look, I if it's you It's gone too far now. Camille, well also there's a Saint Camille Vasquez prayer candle you can buy. Okay. Wherein she is designed to look like a saint. And uh there you can buy a uh, a hat for $8.50 or no, excuse me, the hats are 30 bucks. T-shirts 850 and they say uh Vasquez 2024 or Camille Vasquez for president. And I'm just like, who are these people? Mm. Like, I think Camille Vasquez, you know, uh, uh, she should, you know, feel uh, great about herself and the work that she did on this trial because it made it helped her make partner for her law firm, mm-hmm. you know, that victory. And certainly in a high profile trial, I imagine that's like the the zenith of your career, right? right. Like high profile celebrity trial, you win. Good things are going to happen to you. But I don't understand this cult of personality that has sprung up around all things Johnny Depp and the people around him, such that people would be like, I'm going to go on to Etsy and make these T-shirts because I think Camille should be president. And not that any woman or anybody, for that matter, who wants to be president can't. It's just right. There's like a weird because of her position in that. Yeah. Well, do you remember kind of midway Mm. through the trial, there were people talking about wanting her and Johnny Depp to be in a relationship yeah, there together. Was, there was this weird, and I guarantee you there is fan fiction of the two of them being in like a hot, sexy romance Oof. that you could find online. In fact, I don't even want to Google it, but uh-uh. I bet you could. Um, anyway, she is literally... Um, but I also find it interesting because it's like she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see this for the like the lead male attorney in no. this case, Mm-mm. which I don't know what that means. But like it's just there, there's something just kind of gross about this whole thing. Like this weird sexy like lots of the articles about her were about her like physical appearance. Mm-hmm. And as you said, like her like if she's attractive, then Johnny Depp must have a relationship with her because you know, a woman's value, of course, is in her physicality. Mm-hmm. 
And not, she's got brains like, to again, boot. I mean, that is a lethal combination. And beauty. Like, wow, she's a unicorn. She's yeah. a pretty woman who's smart. Oh, <laughs> I'm being I facetious, can't. of course. But I anyway, can't. so when I saw that uh, Johnny Depp fans are like, let's make her president. I'm like, who are these people? Who are these people? Who huh? are you? Who are you? I also just think that in general, like, who are you? Like the the people that were in the in the um, jury room. Oh yeah, not the jury the room. Courtroom. The courtroom. It's yeah. called uh, holding up their babies, going, "This is your baby." Remember that woman who yes. held up her baby and was like, "This is Johnny's baby." I can't. What has happened? I don't know. The world is a weird place. It man. really is. And I, you know, we talk about celebrities for a living and I still am amazed at the power of celebrity. Okay, that's Mm. my (sighs) D-bag. You're welcome. Who's your D-bag, please? The U.S. sun. Oh. Kind of. The whole big sun? Kind of. It's this, it's this, it's this article. Mm. It's also just people on social media. So I can't really blame the U.S. sun because they're just combing social media to have... You know, to make a story. Apparently, Khloe Kardashian is um, accused of being a bad example to her four-year-old daughter, True, after fans spot a disturbing detail about a hug with Tristan Thompson. What was she like? Injecting him with drugs no. or something. So it's funny because I I took the bait and that's my own fault and I I will deal with that later in therapy. Um, but. I mean, maybe you just had a segment called debugging. <laughs> this true. was very likely I should do it. Uh, I clicked on it and I looked at it because my first thought was, I'm not even going to read this article. I'm going to look at the picture and try to figure out what the disturbing detail is. Okay, I'm looking now, just to be careful. Okay, sit with it for clear. a second. Because here's the thing. First of all, everybody needs to know the reason that we're talking about Chloe and Tristan right now anyway is because we've just had the drop of the Kardashian episode where she finds out about his other affair. Yeah. And so like there's a lot of conversation about Chloe and Tristan and their relationship and where they are now, blah blah blah. But they've always put together put on a united front for their daughter True. So it was Father's Day yesterday and paparazzi were called to take pictures of them as they put I mean they're I think they're like putting True in the car and the two of them are outside of the car. I don't see anything in these photos. I can't tell Well, anything. what do you see? Just tell me what you see in the photos. Uh, uh, there's photo. Well, okay. The first couple of photos, like they're looking in the car. She's looking in, he's holding her. So this is the one that we're looking at. Like this is the important, this is the photo in question. The one you're looking at. Okay. So he's got his arm around her. She's sort of like bracing herself against the car as she looks into the car with, uh, Tristan also looking into the car with his arm around her left shoulder. Mm -hmm. And she's got one, uh, foot, uh, like touching the ground yeah. and another one sort of like up and then she's got a purse on. I okay. mean, where am I supposed to find something wrong? Fan here? backlash. Fans were not pleased by the interaction as they found Tristan's body language to seem controlling and bashed the oh mother of God. one for continuously oh allowing God. his nobody, poor behavior. No, nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. One advised, I understand she wants true to have the family dynamic, but why is he holding and hugging Chloe? How dare he? Um, this body language does not look like a hug to me. What does it look said like? Said somebody else. Another person said, I wish there was a video of this moment. He's squeezing her arm and it almost looks like she's trying to push him away. No. 
We have yeah. lost our minds. We well, have lost I mean, to our be, minds. To be fair, we never had them. But also, mm-hmm. also, they asked for this. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. But she's no, going to... literally. She'll clap it's back. True. It is true. And the mother and the father of Yes. Her. I mean, she's going to clap back, maybe. Or maybe she won't. No, maybe she'll let this one clap go. back. You never this know. Is, first of all, these photos, these are paparazzi photos. Mm-hmm. These aren't like photos she posted. Right. So... No. Okay. Also, these people have a relationship. They're parents to the yeah. same child. And as far as I'm concerned, like, I don't know anything. I have no proof of anything. But, like, that stuff that allegedly we're all seeing on TV right now was alleged to have happened months ago. Yeah. So, even if you believed that the things that happen in these people's lives are true, as in correct, genuine. Yes. Um, that happened months ago. So like I, maybe they moved on. Also, I tend to think, and again, I have no proof that a lot of this stuff isn't real. And so it wouldn't surprise me if they had an arrangement wherein he was on his own, she was on her own and the drama just added plot lines for the TV and they're both getting paid. And in the process, when they're living their own lives and paparazzi catch up with them, they see things that are incongruent mm-hmm. with the narratives being pushed on their TV show. Which, Meaning nobody's looking because right. nobody cares except for the people who watch the show. And the more they care, the better for the Kardashians. Right. This all is. Because this is the, this is the ecosystem that they've set up. And now we all are existing within it. Meaning the Kardashians have set up this whole time space time continuum where things happen months ago and we see them and they're not happening in real time. And then, you know, you can't really blame the fans for doing what they're doing. And yet at the same time, no, because they're giving them attention, which is exactly what they want. Even if it's bad. Yeah. If that's like my favorite move, the Kardashians have like, how dare you have an opinion about me? Keep having opinions about me. That's all it. Yeah. Watch the latest episode of the Kardashians on Hulu. And then have opinions about us. I just don't have time Mm -hmm. for people who are obsessed with things that don't involve them. Unless it's about Mm -hmm. my life and you watch it on our show. Right. Like, don't, don't, like, fool me once. Yeah. The the worst thing you could do to a Kardashian is deprive them of oxygen. Mm -hmm. And that is in the form of conversation about them. I don't mean like actual oxygen. Yeah, right. That would be bad. That would be the worst thing you could do to pretty much anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, they're fine. Let them hug. Who cares? It's all Uh, good. Uh, Their daughter's adorable. Don't you just feel like someday you would show up at like uh, Kardashian HQ, you know, like a home at Calabasas or something? And like they're all just there having fun. Like Scott Disick is there yeah. with Courtney. Kanye is there with Kim. And they're all counting Kristen their money together. And Lamar. And like like all of them are just like, hey, what's yeah. going on? You know, like kind of like the the cafeteria at like, you know, Warner Brothers or yeah. like some old Hollywood studio. You'd see like the, the commissary. The commissary, mm-hmm. like the, you know, Lone Ranger and like the like, honeymooners. And they're just all eaten and everything's fine. Right. Just kicking it. It's all for show, man. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, will we or will we not ever get the Adele concert that was canceled? Bradley might have an answer when we come back after this on My Talk 1071.
Uh, hey, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, we don't know uh, much about your Adele ticket. I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's uh, in Las Vegas and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But what we do know is this. If you want some Carly Rae Jepsen tickets, you might want to call us maybe. <laughs> no, actually. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Holly, tell them what they'll get. Oh, call us maybe. No, more like call us right now. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Caller number four is getting two tickets in the White Bear Mitsubishi B. Mon- I got calling. I know. Thing. Sorry, it's contagious. Yeah, it's contagious. Two tickets in the White Bear Mitsubishi VIP Lounge at Pride and Concert featuring Carly Rae Jepsen Saturday, June twenty fifth. That's this Saturday at the Armory. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Caller number four. Caller number four. Congratulations. Now, uh, let's get to those Adele tickets. Bradley Trainer. Oh uh, no. Goodbye. Uh, will she or won't she? Apparently, uh, it's less likely that she will. And by she, I mean Adele. And by Will, I mean uh, do a residency at Caesar's Palace. So we haven't heard a lot about Adele and the uh, change to her what was supposed to be a concert uh, this year. And in fact, I think it was in February Mm. uh, that we last heard from her. Like literally, it's now June and we still don't know if Adele's Las Vegas residency is going to happen. You'll remember most, uh, the latest we heard from her, she was planning on having a baby in 2023. So she's like, you guys, I think it was on Graham Norton. She was Mm -hmm. like, don't read those tabloids. Of course, I'm going to have to do this residency or I'm going to do this residency in 2022 because I want to have a baby in 2023. Well, uh, if you believe the sun, which I realize is a tabloid. Um, but you will also have to, um, there's a piece in this tabloid article that says to me, we're not closer to her having her residency. Oof. And what is that piece that says that? And it has to do with the union, uh, that is involved in, uh, representing the staff at the Coliseum. They have confirmed that members of the team have been told to go home until September. Now, wow, uh, I guess we know that in September, Rod Stewart begins his residency within the Caesars Palace Hotel and Casino Complex. Okay. You know, there had been talk of Adele moving her performance to Planet Hollywood. Yep. But that has shows until nearly Christmas, which include uh, performances by uh, none other than John Legend and Shania Twain. So if the union's going home, that means there's not going to be a residency this summer. That means that those who still have those Adele tickets are still high and dry and have no idea what's going on. This is an absolute disaster. And 
I mean, we called it when it happened. We were like, "This, she better turn this around real quick. Because people are holding tickets that they spent a ton of money on. Yeah. But just Well, from, there were people, remember, who had, like, already gone. Yes, who were there. Yeah, waiting. And she, because she canceled it, like, within days, last minute. I have to be really honest. And I am not saying that she doesn't deserve to have a life. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that the optics, as a celebrity, the optics of I'm canceling this tour or I'm canceling this residency that we've been working day and night on because it just wasn't ready. Okay, that was the message. Yeah. And then the optics of her leaving, going and all we've done to see her with her boyfriend, moving in with her boyfriend, uh, having a birthday party, like just living her life. While people are still holding on to tickets that they spent not nothing on. Yeah, hundreds if not thousands of dollars. Yes. Because also don't even get me started on those tickets. I'm still a little bitter because we couldn't get them. Not that it would have mattered because we wouldn't have been able to use them. But right. the dynamic ticket pricing that her concert was using meant that like the entry level tickets were going for like a thousand plus dollars. Plus your trip. And I don't know, not everybody gets trip Airline, insurance, hotels, right? So yeah. All of those things that people are now out lots and lots of money and the optics of her just kind of like, well, it's not even that they're out the money because if they were out the money, they could get the money back if they did have things like insurance. But um, it depends on their policy. But the moral of the story being like if they rescheduled, at least people would then be able to or if they were canceled, they would then be able to get their money back. That's happened with countless artists where they just can't fulfill their you know, tour or, you know, residency. And then you then, you know, either the insurance of the promoter or like the whoever's putting on the concert kicks in mm-hmm. or you're able to, you know, deal with your own insurance. But as far as I understand it, like this is just a limbo. Yes. Because no decision has been made, which means people can't plan accordingly. Right. Financially or otherwise. So, right. So they paid a lot of money for a trip that they're not taking and they can't do anything about it yeah. until she makes a decision. But the optics of her kind of going on about her daily life and not focusing on creating this at least from where we sit, that's that's a PR nightmare. Yeah. Also, just for her brand, yeah. it's gross. Like, I want to tell her people, like you guys, like, okay, if this is not true, if like you do have a plan in the works, right? Maybe you could have her like talk about that. I mean, like, it's the optics are hurting her brand. Her brand, absolutely. Which, you know, Adele is one of those people who doesn't typically. You know, like some, how can I put this? Like, it's Adele. Like, people don't usually come for Adele, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're right. not going to be unfair. Like, like as with a lot of divas, you know, like Beyonce or Britney or, well, I mean, Britney, not so much, but that's a different story. Right. But, you know, like, people have a lot of good Celine will. Dion. Uh, the greatest singer of all time uh, in the world. Uh, the there's a lot of goodwill for Adele, or there was banked for Adele, and this kind of thing just chips away and eats away at that. Absolutely, and, you know she can be snarky about it, but like at the end of the day, like you got people holding on to a couple Real thousand people. dollar tickets, like hi, yeah. like that's not nothing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's the part that that I keep zeroing in on is that this just looks real bad i don't understand why this is one of those things where like i'm gonna sound like a buffoon and i'm sure like professionals would be like you don't understand you have no concept of how but i'm like girl just literally get a stage your voice is such that people 
don't need all that other stuff. No, and I think we've remember, said that since the word go. It was like that kind of stuff. She said people aren't just going to show up for any old thing. Yeah. I'm like, where you're concerned, yes. they kind of will. She could sit on a toilet good. on the stage. I mean, Hello sing. from the other side <laughs> I of the be, stall. I'm here. I'm in. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the food you are picky about definitely only eating in season? 651-641-1071. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.